Hi, I'm Cheryl, and I am the founder, marketing director, and janitor of Untame Artistry in Vancouver, Canada. And I'm today's guest announcer. You can find me on Instagram at untamed.artistry. Cue the music. In an industry where most of us spend the majority of our time working alone in a room, this podcast was created so you can learn, be encouraged, and find a connection with other lash and beauty professionals. This is the Lashcast Podcast, and here's your host, Paul Lubers. Well, Merry Christmas, guys. This is our special Christmas edition of Lashcast here live in the Lashcast studios. How are you guys doing? Malaikalikimaka. Merry, uh, Merry. Merry, Merry. Okay. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Okay. I was like, Merry, Merry had a little lamb. Merry, or? Merry, quite contrary. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of other <laughs> references to that. Grow, so. Yeah. So we have Christmas music playing right now. Santa is waiting outside to bring in your presents. No. It's cold. It's cold. It's, it's cold. snowing in Los Angeles right now as we speak. <laughs> and if you can tell Tessie's voice, she lost it again a month later after we recorded this from the other episode that she had no voice. Uh, maybe not. Maybe this is called what we call batching. We're recording a few of these. But we wanted to do a special Christmas episode, a holiday special, I guess you could call it, a very uh, special um, Charlie Brown Christmas or something mm-hmm. like that. And that's because, you know, this is a time of year where I think a lot of us reflect. You look back at a year, you look back at what you've been doing, what happened, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and you are thankful sometimes, or maybe, you know, you had some big losses, you know, where it's a family loss or a business loss in like our case. And you might look back at this time and be thinking of those things. It could bring you tears. It could bring you joy. It's, it's a mixed bag, right? It's a time of reflection. And so we wanted to do that. And we want to encourage you, our listeners, to do that during this time. If you're not, it's actually something that can be really, I think, productive in helping you prep for your next year so that you have a little bit of time of reflection, a little time for self-awareness. And then from that, you can build and plan for next year. And that's what we're going to do with our next episode. We will, on our next one for New Year's, we'll be talking about planning for the new year, making plans, making you know schedules, and, and really trying to be purposeful with a year, not just let things kind of haphazardly happen, but actually intentionally working towards goals and such. But today, we're going to look back. And I want to share a few things first about things that we've done, that we've done to help us remember to create that attitude of gratitude, as they say, or that whole idea of just being more grateful for things. Because it's easy to get entitled. It's easy to feel like you envision something, you should get it, it's yours. And the truth is, you know, many times life, things are out of your control and bad things can happen, health things can happen, loved ones, people that you thought were doing well, all of a sudden could not be doing well. Things change. Life has a, a crazy way of throwing curveballs at you. And I think the way your heart is wired, the way you look at life is going to affect whether or not you're going to have joy in the midst of those difficulties or if you're going to let the troubles of the world destroy you and flatten you and then just give you no hope. And so one of the things that we have done over the years, and we've done this a lot, not much lately, but we would do it in the car. On the way to work, we would actually say, what's something you're thankful for? And we would talk about that and share about it just so that we'd keep our heart focused on gratitude. Because I think that is such a key. I mean, as Christians, we feel like that's something we're supposed to do anyways, because God says, hey, be thankful, be grateful for these things. But I think just as people, whether or not you're Christian or not, it doesn't matter. I think having a heart of gratitude and just purposely looking at your day, looking at your week, looking at your month, looking at your year in this case, and looking back and saying, you know what? 
there were some bad things, but you know what? I can see good things too. In fact, I think the bigger the picture you can look at stuff, the better. Because when you get caught up in one day, one moment, you're just going to see the ugly in that moment. And you're not going to realize, you know what, guys? There is like a whole bigger picture here where this is just one part of the journey, one segment. And if you just get past that one momentary lapse or down moment, you'll see many greater things coming in the future that maybe would have not happened if you didn't have that letdown, that loss, that failure. I mean, like Shelby shares. What's your favorite failure, right? If you have your favorite failure, you're going to almost always follow up. Usually, if you hear their favorite moment came out of that failure, because without that failure, that good thing would have never came. So looking back, having that gratitude, looking at the big picture, I think is ways that you're going to find yourself to be more joyful and find more contentment. And doing things like we did, we also did at night, like just before bed, we'd sit around, we'd sometimes pray together, or we would talk about what you're grateful for. I think those are the things that are really helpful. We did it before our team um, huddles. We'd have the group walk around the room and share something they were thankful for. That wasn't always, I think, as effective as we hoped it would be. And now we do it even in our podcast. So we're going to talk about this stuff in a little bit, about what we're grateful for the year and so forth. Another thing to do is keep a, a journal. Keep in a journal. Write down what you're thankful for at the day, at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day. Whenever you can get around to it, just helps you think Get your mindset in that proper way of going. And then also another thing to do too that I've seen, and we talked about this once before, was have an appreciation sheet. And it's something where you intentionally go to each person in your life and share something you're thankful for or something you appreciate about them. If you have a team, you put all your team members on there, and then every day you do it, you put a date. And you don't want that to go months between showing appreciation, maybe a week or two. And then you come back and you share something different. Use Excel or go on the Google Docs and just create an Excel sheet. And on one side, put the names. And on the other days, you put dates. And then you put the number of how many times you do it. And that way, you can just keep track that you're showing appreciation for the very people that you care about. And of course, all those people, we all love appreciation. So I just want to start that off. A few little ideas. Call those Christmas presents for you guys. Little (laughs) gifts that you can take, unwrap, and take them and use them yourself. And now... Unless you guys have anything else you want to share. I just, yeah, I just wanted to say, I think what I love about what you just said is that the key is being intentional, Yeah. right? And I think that that is the key to being grateful and cultivating joy in your life because joy is very different from happiness. Happiness yeah. is temporary and circumstantial. Yeah. And so being, learning how to live intentionally is the key to this. So we just really want to encourage you guys. Yeah, And I'm just going to dovetail off of what you said, Erica, and, and kind of springboard off of what you said too, Paul. It's that, you know, when we're going through something that's really no fun and, and painful and disastrous. Um, something that I've always said is that yeah, there is a silver lining in everything. And even though it may not feel like joy and happiness at the time, having the faith to know that you know, God is capable of working in all things. In the Bible, it tells us that he works in all things for the good of those who love him. That means in all things. It doesn't mean the things that are just, are fantastic. It means the things that are painful. And he works them out for our good. And if we can have the mindset that there's always that silver lining, there's something for me in this that's going to help me grow. I may not know what this is today, but by faith, I'm going to just take that promise and say I know that one day I will be able to look and find that silver lining and be thankful for it. That's something that can foster joy. 
you know. Yeah, and that, that way you're not, I don't know, it's so easy to focus on the negative. And I think you'd have to really fo- force yourself to say, no, I'm going to see the good and the better mm-hmm. things in life. Because life, if you lived more than a day or two, it, it just has, it's just going to get hit over the head with all sorts of horrible things, where it's health issues, stress, financial issues, relationship issues, work issues. It's just, life is full of issues. We live in a broken world where people hurt each other. And not always, not intentionally, by the way. People don't wake up in the day going, I'm going to hurt someone. It just happens because we're human. So wake up and say, no, today I'm going to look for the good. I'm going to look for that which is right and, and celebrate that and be thankful for that. I think you're going to find yourself much more in a better place and a more healthy place. And even when things get tough, you're going to keep looking for the good things. And I think you're going to be a positive person. People like being around positive people. And if you're one of those people that they see you and you're always complaining about how things used to be. I mean, when I worked in Hollywood, it was like you'd meet a writer, an actor. Well, I could have been this person. I could have been that person. And yeah, that gets so tiring, like what you could have been. I mean, I even shared, I was in a podcast interview recently, and I shared about how I almost had Hulk Hogan attached to a, a film project that I wrote. And I thought, I thought, I said, that's so lame. Like, that's so the epitome of the just wannabe bitter writer in Hollywood. Oh, I could have been someone. You know, it's like, you know what? That's not the world I want to live in. I, I kind of reject that past. I don't want to be what I could have or was so close to happen. I want to see how that opened doors for me to be here today and how the things I'm doing today are because of either good or bad things in the past that happened. And I can see now through line, like of really God's faithfulness in our life to open up doors and opportunities to where we are today. And I'm extremely thankful. Even though 2019 will go down as one of the most difficult years of my life, it's still, in the end, as we close up this year, I am extremely thankful for many things. It was a difficult year, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow that up with something silly. Uh, it's a family joke, um, and it, it, it ties into like what could have been, what should yeah. have been. Okay, so this happened to my mother and my grandmother when, they, when my mother was like a teenager. This was in the 1950s, and they went to this event. They were dragged there by my grandfather. They had to go for his work or something. And so they were sitting at a table and, you know, they had to talk with people that they didn't know very well. And somehow they always got cornered by, with people that didn't have like the best social skills because they were so nice, you know. Anyway, this guy comes up to them and the whole night he ended every sentence with, but, 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 but it could have been a doctor. He had, <laughs> unfortunately, he had like this speech impediment and he, you know, he was on the spectrum, obviously, but... Every sentence was, but, but, but it could have been a doctor. And so it's become this family joke whenever you say, but, but something could have been, one of us will say, but, 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 but it could have been a doctor. You know, I had an uncle that had that impediment. So I I see that your, your family is having (laughs) fun fun of of my uncle. uncle. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. (laughs) It really makes, Merry Christmas. No, anyhow, so <laughs> we finally knew things we just learned about each other here, huh? Yeah, anyhow. Yeah. All right, so anyhow, we want to just take a moment here to reflect back at our year of 2019, and it's Christmas Eve right now. The music's playing, the fire's roaring, the marshmallows are melting. The dogs are cuddling. Yes. and You're the, still wrapping presents. <laughs> and the, our lawn is dying because we don't water anymore here in L.A. because we don't get rain or water or anything. Mm-hmm. So no snow, but that said, and it's just a nice, cuddly, nice time. So pull up a chair, get some hot cocoa, get a brandy or something like that, sit down with your cigar, and we're going to talk about <laughs> things that we're... <laughs> 
<laughs> the night before. Or you know, how many more things got added? You're going to be sitting there at a table with 18 things on your lap. Like, <laughs> I, Paul told me to get all these things while we did this episode. Yes. Uh-huh. Get every vice possible and have a, a girl sit there. on every knee and a cigarette and a beer in each hand. Yes, yes. There we go. So now the picture's been painted. And so I'm going to let you guys start and I'll chime in. We'll just kind of go around. We can share one thing and then move on from there and see how this goes. We've never done this before. So we're just going to share one thing. Oh no, we'll kind of let go. Let's just, I have like 80 things, but yeah, let's do a few. And then I'll, when I'm tired and bored of you guys, I'll just say, stop. Okay. How about that? Well, (laughs) I feel super encouraged. Yeah. Merry Christmas again. This is a safe space. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just go until it gets petered out or everyone stops listening. How about that? Then we'll we'll stop. Well, I think, First, I'll talk about some personal things yeah. that I can reflect on and be thankful for about this year. And then maybe later I'll talk about like the lash world. Sure. Because, you know, yeah. stuff happens personally that mm-hmm. you guys never hear about or yeah, that'd whatever. Be cool. Yeah. This year, Integrity Lash closed. What? <laughs> Someone, wait a minute. <laughs> when did that happen? Happened in May, uh, May 15th. No one tells me these things. I remember uh, the day. Yes, we uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is a perfect example of one of those things where you see the silver lining in a bad situation. Of course, like nobody knew what it was going to look like. I've never been a business owner. I didn't know what it was going to look like. But now it's, well, it's. It's been six months yeah, or seven been, months when this comes out. Yeah, yeah, seven months by the time you hear this. It's. I've learned so much about myself. I think that's the main thing. I've learned that I am more capable than I thought that I was. Mm-hmm. I need more discipline in some areas. and But overall, that I can do, I can do this. Yep. Awesome. And so I think, I mean, I could, you know, say a million things about it. But I think personally, that was one of the biggest things that... that like discovering what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. And seeing can I share a little bit about like how that light bulb went on? Well, I think it's just like... I mean, an easy example is like maintaining the clientele. Like yeah. I haven't had anybody drop off like flies or like be offended at me or do mm-hmm. something. You know, I've implemented everything that I learned for the four years that I was working for integrity. And so that's a, that's a, I think that's a really big one, but also like being able to dream, not that I couldn't before, but being able to dream in the sense that like I could implement this, I could start doing this right now, right mm-hmm. now, yeah. you know? So I think those are really that's like yeah. a hopeful feeling, like, oh, my gosh, I, this is my idea, but I can I can just do it. This yeah. is my business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very cool. I can come to work in my underwear now only. That's <laughs> well, what no. Cause no, you can't. No, I can't. <laughs> no, I think You guys don't know. When I'm back here, I'm just running around in my underwear. <laughs> that's that's true. You could be doing yeah, that. Yeah, and you guys <laughs> yes. would never know because <laughs> I'm know. literally working in a closet that's eight foot by, like, four feet or whatever it is. It's... <laughs> All right, so aside from that, anything else? So this year also, we, my husband and I decided we were going to make a big move. We haven't done it yet, yeah. but we made that decision. We sat down and we were intentionally like, what do we want the rest of our life to look like? Yeah. So we made that decision. It's going to happen by April for sure, 2020, mm-hmm. yeah. um, maybe sooner. Um, something silly that I'm really thankful for is that I got a tattoo. Well, it's, it's my fourth tattoo, but I've wanted like a tattoo on my arm for a really long time. And I had like a bazillion different ideas and throughout the years. And this year I finally did it and I love it. It's and beautiful. Thanks. It's real. And it's really you. Yeah. I, I, 
funny enough, I had a client today. She was like, I think that's the most beautiful tattoo I've ever seen. Wow. It's beautiful. So maybe I should post, I should like do some stories with yeah. it or something. We do um, some investigation. She's got like these beautiful peonies and uh, like poppies and... There's a rose. Um, I thought you said panties. I'm like, what? Beautiful panties? Peonies. Oh, is that a flower? Yeah, it's a flower. And there's like a zinnia. I know, but I don't know what a peony is. This is a peony. It's like a cabbage rose almost. Really? Yeah, imagine a cabbage but as a rose. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Lots of beautiful. And then, you know, and then she's got this purple zinnia and then Dahlia. I would never do that. I would never do it. I just couldn't. I'd be a baby. I would literally be bawling the whole time. He he can't even have anything plucked. I I actually, because I have, like I said, it's my fourth tattoo. And I, there's, there is a select amount of the population that like likes to endure the pain. I'm not one of those people. I think it's stupid. So I took a Vicodin and we (laughs) light a cane on my arm. I had three sessions, but Mm. I was like, I don't care. I don't want to feel this. Mm. Just do it. And that that did okay? It wasn't so bad? Well, the third session, I forgot to eat that day. So that. That didn't yes, end up being uh, great, but to the second session, I I felt like I well, I was probably high on Vicodin, but I felt yeah. like I was You're just like, like floating it. through it. Mm-hmm. Give it me a great. sleeve, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do both arms at once. Yeah, All and right. then yeah, I think that's like a lot of the personal. So we took a lot of fun trips this year. It's been a good year. Are we you going to share? Goals. Are you going to share where you're going to move? Or well, I think I mean I already have. I don't think we've released yeah. that episode. It's one of the episodes that's in in the in the queue. Yeah, we have like so we'll ten episodes in the, in the queue. It's right in now. the Netflix queue, waiting to be <laughs> <Yeah>. aired. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nashville. We're moving to Nashville. Yay! Super so watch out, Nashville. Again, big Yay. upgrade on your last technicians there <laughs> with Erica there. So that's very cool. And you also have other hopes that you're working on other things too, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to come out with some products, not like lashes or tweezers, but some other like beauty yeah. type stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I want to launch a training program. Yep. Very so cool. So cool stuff. Yeah. What about you, Tess? I have all these things. Well, that I'm thankful for, and I'd like to share them, but they they seem to pale. Be pale. You're thankful for like a stuffed bear or something like that? No, no. I mean, we got to, we had Disneyland passes and they expired in July. So we got to go a lot. Yeah. Um, we got to see, you know, the Millennium Falcon thing and that was just really fun. That spending was super time cool. With our daughter. Have and you got, Erica, have you guys gone on those yet? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we yeah, got to go, really it was kind of magical because there was nobody in line and, and we had thought that there was going to yeah, be. Yeah. It had just opened and everyone thought Disneyland was going to be super, super crowded and it was super, super empty. <laughs> And we literally hit every ride in Disneyland in the three to uh, three or four I mean, hours. They were soliciting people to come on the rides. They're like, "Hey, flight training is open." I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> yeah, we waited maybe twenty minutes and got on. It it's was crazy. Like so unheard of these days. Yeah, I'm sure now if you go to Dis- Disneyland, it's probably an hour and a half, two hour wait to get on that ride. Well, but... and also the holidays right now. Yeah, like, exactly. It's the most popular time. So it's probably miserable at Disneyland right now. But <laughs> we got in before it did that, so that was really special. That, that was, was really cool. special. That was really special. I, I loved the lash events that we had this year, the parties. We did um, our first ever uh, Elevate at Jasmine's uh, place yeah, in Sheik's, uh, and, Sheik's City. and City in Vegas and got to meet. That was where we first met Molly and yeah. Valora, uh, Valerie. You know, she got to speak and, you know, and Stephen came. It was so much fun. And 
And then I'm I'm just thinking about all the fun parties that we we got to participate in the Borboletta one. Yeah, the IBS show Ooh, was Tara amazing. Tara had one with a great view. We took a lot of pictures out there. It was so much fun. I had the best view. Yeah, Tara's was from the, from the suite. It was like overlooking the, the all Vegas outside, sitting there with people. All these new people we got to meet. And what was cool is to meet. I think it was exciting to see is a lot of our tribe that follows this podcast are Tara's people too. Mm-hmm. So we were finding all this commonality between all of us like we're not it's just like one friends. big family yeah. right yeah that was special yeah and then um also you know with LashCon and the parties there that was just a blast i just i really love connecting with people and having a good time but when i think about all those things they kind of pale in comparison to like the big thing and you mentioned it earlier erica about how we how we closed the salon and that was super painful Mm-hmm. Um, really, really painful. So it's kind of good. It's like being in the fire and it's burning up the parts that need to be refined. And you just, with faith, know that it's going to work for your good. The biggest thing that I've learned is it's such a blessing for me. Um, and I kind of don't know how to describe how awesome this truth is in my life because it doesn't make sense, this side of heaven. When I think about my treasure, I mean, the reason why... I didn't completely go into a complete depression and lose all hope for existence because this integrity was the culmination of all my dreams. It was all my hard work and, and, and to lose all the relationships and to, to be seen as, as doing this on purpose. Um, very painful. You mean closing the salon? Closing the yeah. salon, yeah. And we're only talking, there were a couple people that were very, really hurt. I mean, yeah. I think everyone was hurt, but a, yeah. a couple people especially were hurt uh, a little bit more. And, and as a result, uh, from what we understand, there was a sense of, that we were lying about things or that there was some grand plan to hurt people or, or that we only cared about ourselves for this whole process. And all that's for couldn't be further from the truth. It was just very painful. So on one hand, I see that, you know, the doors are closed and that chapter is completely closed and done and finished and it, it didn't finish the way that I had hoped, you know, all those years that I put into that. But I, I realized that that's not where my hope was. My hope was not built on Integrity Lash or what I could achieve through Integrity Lash. It wasn't built on the financial, um, the finances of it. My And I realized that I, I have joy. I, I can focus on the promises that God gives to me that this is not my best life now. My best life is yet to come. This is eternal life. And and it's real for me because there's joy in in, in the heartache walking through the ashes of this closed up salon. It's like, I know that I belong to God. I I know that I'm... I'm, Seeing the ultimate big picture. Yeah, the ultimate. If I look at it through the lens of eternity and where I'm going to spend eternity and that I have peace with, with Christ, that's like the best thing ever. I mean, nothing can take that away. We could lose, we could literally lose everything. I could lose lose my health. I could lose my life. And yet I still know that let it burn. I'm rich enough Mm -hmm. because Christ has died for me and I'm his. And so everything else pales in comparison to that. And I know that, you know, saying that is not without some controversy. I know people might not like 
like that. But you know, that's the truth. That's my truth. That is the truth that's yeah. happened in my life. And that's where the stability came from. Yeah. I think for us both, while there were moments, of course, there are moments where we just lost hope and moments where we, I think, lost our compass and lost our way and forgot things or said things that we shouldn't have said. But overall, the bigger picture, day to day, week to week, we, we our bigger picture is we know where we are, who we belong to. We know what our focus, what our purpose is. And it was not tied up solely in just integrity lash. Integrity lash was a means, was a tool, was a gift. And then when it ended, we knew that God was in control and that there's a bigger picture, there's a bigger thing going on. And that our life did not end with integrity lash. And I can say, you know, take it. You know, it's not how I would have done it, but I, I do believe in a sovereign God. And I know that he... Like I said, you know, um, earlier that he plans all things and he works in all things for our good. And so yeah. I celebrate that. That's like a huge thing. So it's an honor for me to share that with you guys. I mean, that's really coming from my heart. And that's really, I mean, I just, I love hearing that because to look back at this year and that to be where you're at now yeah. is a testament to who you are and what I see, you know, almost daily. <laughs> and I just think it's really cool to be able to, reflect on a year and then just be where you're at. I just think it's really admirable. Thank you. It's a testimony for what God has done in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, no, looking back, I do not think a year ago this time is when we found out that the settlement was going through and, or the the demands and stuff like from the loss that were being worked out and we weren't happy about them and we got bad advice and all that stuff. We can, you know, we've shared this stuff in the past and we didn't think it was the end. We thought we'd just find a way. We just like anything in the past. We always thought we'll, we'll find a way. We'll push through it. We'll, we'll push just through it. Keep we'll, fighting we'll get, harder. Yeah, it, nothing will stop us. You know, we can always find a way around Scrappy, it. Scrappy and punchy. We're yeah. So do it. yeah, and then you know, month by month over the next from November to February, March uh, actually was actually May right, right through April, we tried a thousand different things to kind of avoid and push through and fight through this, even up to just literally two days before or three days, I think it was, before we closed on the 15th, on that Sunday, we were still scrambling to try to find a way. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the decision came not to. And I thought that was going to be the worst moment of my life. Mm-hmm. I think that Wednesday still, as far as emotionally speaking, was one of the worst yeah. days. There's nothing worse feeling coming to a bunch of people who depend on you, who trust you, and you have to tell them it's over. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have no more backup plans. I've exhausted every every option that I have out there and none of them are working out. And I, I, I feel like a complete loser. And then on top of that, to turn around and do that and then say, oh, by the way, guys, we're starting LashCon, <laughs> a business to help a conference, to help people with their businesses out of the ashes of this. That was not the ideal plan. I actually felt like, do I even have the right yeah. to start a conference after this? After we screwed up and messed up so many different ways, some things were our fault, some things were not. But still, that in the end, it was a failed business that closed because we made some bad choices and some just things didn't work out the way we had hoped. It was took a lot for us to just say, well, well, in the midst of this fire burning for inferno, we're going to build a new thing that we're going to help other people with all our experience and all our, our, our background. So it was tough. And But through all that, I felt like that, like you said, it was a refiner's fire in the sense it was like God was just 
squeezing everything out of us to leave us empty, void, so he could fill us and that he could give us purpose and give us focus. And it, that's what happened. And I think we turned around and we made the best of it. And we really kept pushing forward despite the fact that the, everything we lost everything. Yeah. And there was a feeling of like, oh, we're fakers. We're impos- imposters. We don't deserve anything. We should be just taken out of the back of the shed and shot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but you know, like people who never fail, what can they teach? <laughs> true no there's there's a lot yeah. to learn from failure and, and it's hard to say you hear it all the time actually right i mean almost every influencer any business person you're like, oh yeah best teacher is a failure and you're like yeah yeah and you're like but not me not yeah. me i don't yeah, want to be the one that fails i don't want to fall on my face in the public <laughs> square in front of a million people i just please don't let that be me and that it's was us humbling. and and i've always said and i'll say it here too but i've always said like it's different to make business decisions that are not wise and that's why you close. Mm -hmm. It's a whole nother thing to be sued by disgruntled employees. And then that's why you close. Like you, you actually didn't fail in business. Yeah, um, I mean, I still think we did some you. things that were stupid that you know that well, led yeah, to that. I mean, but it sure. led to the suing because if we had done our homework right, we knew yeah. our HR laws, if we knew all that stuff, then we would have made those bad choices. Yeah, and then the the gals would have had nothing to sue us for. But because we were naive and and slow acting and trusting and and just not very thorough sometimes, it really came back to bite us. And you know, and so we lost it all. For those of you who are new to the podcast and don't know what we're talking about, we covered extensive why we closed integrity lash on one of the episodes yeah it's, it's like in it just the title is why we closed integrity lash yeah. and you can go back and listen to all the gory details if yeah. you are so inclined and the lessons learned we really again always want to focus on what we yeah. take yeah. away and what we learn it's mm-hmm. not about just complaining and bitching about life it's about no. saying you know what mm-hmm. bad things happen but there was lessons in those those mm-hmm. bad There's... things and we grew from that and yeah. i think for us that's the thing i mean this year as tough as it is i'm actually grateful looking back it really freed us up because truth is yeah. I would have not have been able to do LashCon if I was running a salon now. I realize yeah, that. No. If, if I was working full-time salon and doing LashCon, LashCon would have been nothing it like would have been fire fest. It would have been yes. fire fest. Yes. You could have done it. Yeah, I could have done it. And it would have been horrible. And it would have been just very basic and very lame. And I and then who knows? Maybe it would have only been 50 people show up and that would have been fine for what it was. But we couldn't have invested in the people. We couldn't have had the, the events and all the fun and the parties without having that because we need that many people there just to be able to fund it all and have all the sponsors on board it really was special and so i feel like while one door closed another door swung way open Mm -hmm. in front of our faces and for that we're super excited and just more opportunities have come out of that i mean we're going to be speaking next year a few other places and new events because of that and we've also just an amount of friendships and about connections and amount of other owners have come alongside saying i feel your pain i know what it's like i feel the same things i have the same problems i have people always threatening me or or suing me or you know this or hating me it's just normal it's like if you're a business owner Girls, just get over it. It's boys. normal to, to have employees sadly treat hate you. hate you and treat you like a villain. And nobody and likes their bosses. I mean, I mean, they, they not no like, one, but it's just people con- just generally common. do not like their bosses. Yeah, right? it's they don't like uncommon. the authority. Yeah, there's just something there, and it's kind of bred, I think, in our industry because I literally don't think I've ever met an owner, or maybe one. But all the owners I've talked to in some way or another, I can think of this one. So no, no, I've never had that issue. But all the other ones, oh, yeah, I've been burned. Oh, yeah, I've been. As soon as they left, they, they did this or they did that. It just seems to be very normal. And we, I, I, one day we want to do an episode on that, by the way. So side note. So that's we're thankful. Overall, sadly, as it is to say, I am thankful that Integrity Lash closed because it did open opportunities for us to do some new things, to mix it up, so to speak, mm-hmm. and try some new things, and to help 
Erica and all the former staff to get their own businesses. That's really cool. I mean, really, these gals now are all set up. They all have their salons for the most part, their own single practitioners. They had enough clients, which is a seamless transfer. Yeah, I mean, we really worked hard to make the clients transition over to them so that they could have their own businesses, that they, they can move on, that they didn't miss a step. And for the most part, it worked out very, very well. It was scary. It was really scary. We didn't know if the clients would get mad, upset, irritated, move on. But from everything I know, from what I understand, from the from what I hear through the grapevine, from two people I'm still in touch with, they're booked out, they're doing well, and they're for growing. that, we're really That's excited great. and very thankful mm-hmm. for that. Anything else? I mean, I have other things yeah. I keep going um, on, So one of the silver linings of Integrity Closing was just I, I have more focus and more time for the relationships that are most important to me in my life and my kids. I've really spent a lot more time with my kids doing Bonding thing. Yeah. No, <coughs> we've had more time to hang out and watch anime together as a family, which is our favorite thing <laughs> to do. We love sitting around watching anime and just seeing some really bad anime and some really good anime. You know, when, <laughs> when, when they were little, that's when I, you know, when Fiona went to kindergarten, that's when I invested, you know, a whole hog into the, the business. And for a lot of it, I feel like I missed a lot. I mean, I, I still tried to be as present as I could be, but... You know, my focus was on growing the business. And before you know it, I know everyone, all you parents out there hear this all the time, that it goes by really fast. But the next thing I knew, my my youngest had graduated from high school. Yep. And so when when the, when the salon closed, I mean, one of the impetus actually was that Wednesday night, her, her telling us um, tearfully. Was, was on, on the weekend, yeah. Telling us that she wanted more time from us that she needed us even though you know she's older she still needed us and and so having that freedom to to be able to invest in them has been wonderful yeah no it's been fun we go home and we hang out for an hour or two every night we eat together and watch a show or just talk and laugh and it's not every night but we do a lot more there were times and seasons when we weren't had no time we just come home sorry can't we would be working mm-hmm. we'd be tired we'd be planning and now we're really being intentional to spend that time so really grateful that we have some time to hang out with the, our kids who are really I mean your kids are 19 or she's turned 20 in a couple of weeks or will be 20 by this is on our son's going to be turning 24 and, and the other all, one's almost, almost yeah. 29. And but 29, I mean, yeah. So they're all, out, I mean, Josh is out of the house, and Cole and Fiona are, you know, very close. I mean, we we have a couple more years, and then we're going to be empty nesters. And so it's like, man, we got to enjoy this a little bit of time left, because mm-hmm. after that, they're gone. And then, you know, at some point, they'll have kids themselves, but it won't be the same. It won't be our family all hanging out at home, as, you know, with like we have right now. So, yeah, yeah, I'm really, really also thankful for that. Now, is there anything you'd like to share? Well, I keep taking your stuff and spinning <laughs> it, but yeah, I mean, there's a few things. I mean, this is geeky. Go for this it. last weekend, I got Comic Con tickets for this <gasps> next summer. What? Yeah, I got. I just blown away. Oh I've gosh. been wanting to go for years. Oh my gosh! I have this distant memory of you coming in yeah. last night, waking me up, and say, "I got Comic Con." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, can we talk about this tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, oh, and I, it was th- true, wasn't it? Yes, it was oh a dream. Goodness. Yeah. I went on, and literally within two minutes after the clock hits at 9 a.m. is when the tickets go open on West Coast and or noon or noon East Coast. 
And immediately within a couple minutes, pops on and goes, you can buy your tickets, which means, by the way, in the past, usually you start seeing tickets sell out. Oh, Thursday sold out, Friday sold out, Saturday sold out, Sunday's always the last one to sell out because it's a sucky day. <laughs> and so, and then Sunday sells out and they go, oh, we're all done. Goodbye. See ya. And this year I was like, boom, first day. And like, I could buy any ticket I wanted. I could get preview night too, oh which I gosh. didn't get preview night. I decided can't go like 18 days to comic-con but we no, got can't. we got three days and i think we're still refunding probably gonna return one day and just go for two days but that said it was super cool i was so excited to get to hang out and we're gonna go spend a couple days in san diego being completely nerdy and geeky so kids to dress up huh no i'm not gonna wear any cosplay no oh, I'm, man, well no maybe black I, beard. no what here we go i'll be one of the characters from titan one of the naked characters oh. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> no. Me naked again. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> the Christmas has been ruined, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so that was really cool. I mean, another thing that's fun we do every year, and we did it this year. We went to spring training. We go to spring training and watch the Giants lose. And that's a lot of fun. <laughs> but it's really about hanging out with my sister and my brother. Spring brother-in-law. training is, you know, the with the baseball teams, they come out and they practice. Yeah, it's it's preseason before they play the real season. Tusney joined us for the first time this year. And, and it was fun. Do, can you still get like Dodger dogs and all that? You, do they have all the concessions open? They have, they have concessions, yeah, but, they have it, concessions. but it's, it's in Arizona. So this year we can oh, probably right, go right. see Allie and everyone, all our friends out there, Lana. And, and Lana and um, Janelle and all them out there in Scottsdale. And Phoenix area, and it's and basically and Lulu, and Lulu, yeah. Gosh, there's so many people that we know out there in that area. It's really cool. So anyway, we'll get to go out there. We did go out there. I'm sorry, last March and hung out for a few days with my sister and brother-in-law, and it was special. Relationships are fun, you know. Seriously, <laughs> when you you're so focused on your business, it's like ah. Have time for relationships, but they're fun anyway. And then there's a couple people. I just want to say I'm genuinely thankful. I mean, overall, I thought the community this year was just neat. I yeah. felt for the first time I'm part of a greater community. We we started this podcast for that sole purpose mm-hmm. to build community, and we're beginning to see the fruit of that labor. I finally you know pay off yeah. between IBS, like you said, the parties, just connecting, seeing people, and meeting you guys, meeting mm-hmm. all of you who yeah. listen to us and support us and encourage us. I mean, you're the reason why we do it, and it's yeah. just wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. It was so fun at LashCon. I was walking by and I was with somebody talking to them, and I passed someone, and then. Like they like stop like right when they pass me and turn around and I hear, Erica, I recognize you by your voice. <laughs> your voice is so it's funny. So yeah, like funny. I hear your voice every, I, if I'm walking somewhere and I can, can totally hear your voice. Your voice is so distinct. Yeah. yeah, no one said about me. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> my voice sucks. or well, something. Well, I think they also really recognize you by your face because you're always on the story. Last year, I got the floating I head. Don't know, when she <laughs> speaks, you know, you can hear. I don't know yeah. what it is, but your voice is like distinct and. Yeah, yeah. So that that community and connection is really special. We never mm-hmm. had that. We've always been kind of isolated ourselves too, and so selfishly we was like, let's start this so we can build community and connect with people. And so we did elevate. We did IBS. We did Lashcon. We did all these, and we had our soiree that we did mm-hmm. also out there, and that was all special and that was all fun and it was great to connect with people. And hopefully, and by the way, we're seeing more and more of that out there. I mean, I know Molly and Jasmine have started their own thing out in Vegas. I know that Candy and her community and Tracy and all them out in Boston area have done stuff to connect people. Our niece, Candy. Hey, Candy. Yeah, Candy, <laughs> our niece. And so you've seen people building 
between communities in their own areas, not just nationally, but regionally now too, yeah. which we didn't see that, I think, four, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. So we're really encouraged by that. And then for us to make some friendships, I mean, for us with Eric and Peter, um, just thankful for their friendship and mm-hmm. thank you for them. I've just super cool. And then another couple we got to know this year, which was surprisingly really cool because we, you know. Sheila and Will. Yeah, Sheila and Will. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, we've all, we just hung out once with them, but it was a really neat night and that we've just felt a real kinship with them a real bond with them and we're supposed to start our water fasting thing with them soon <laughs> oh, yeah. we're we're going to we're going to change it up we decided but that's um, they don't know yet so. no, well, actually she just sent me she sent me a text today earlier i told yeah. her to look into it the intermittent fasting yes. by um dr walter longo he's got a a product called prolon and it is a fasting kit yeah. So basically, you eat during this. Ca- I mean, it's like you're eating like, like five 800. to eight hundred calories, and everything's in there. So, uh, yeah, she sent me this text today. Said, "Found it. You want to do it? Okay. Yeah. All right. We're cool. Doing so, it, Sheila. so no <laughs> water fast for seven days, where I would literally die, and I would that'd be the end of Paul. We're gonna have a small, minor, I guess, eating fast that we'll be doing sometime soon in I think the New Year's now the new mm-hmm. scheduled time. But anyhow, just friendships like that, just new people, new connections, uh, deeper relationships. That's all cool. I mean, really, in the end, you know, at the end of your, your life, that's what you're going to care about. You're like, what happened? Did I was I connected? I mean, I look at you know people I know who've been around longer, and they they died, and they had like no one. You go to their their memorial service, and it's like and you know ten people there. there, and it's heartbreaking. And I don't want to be one of those people that was so busy that I missed out on the relationships. Are focused on the money so much that there's no more relationships? You know, yeah. that's not that's not the end all. That's not the mm-hmm. happiness. No, it's not. So those those are a lot of the things that I'm thankful for. I mean, I can keep going but those are i think between what you said and i did those are some of the my favorite things you guys kind of like blended your personal and professional and i just talked about my personal. yes i think it goes without saying i'm super glad yes. lashcon happened and the soiree in vegas at chic and so much fun. i mean even like back to ibs mm-hmm. i taught again there yeah. and which i mean you guys were like the what is it called like the you guys were my open door for that yeah. the past oh, few yeah. years, which is really cool. But um, yeah, I mean, all that stuff and just reiterating what Paul said, like seeing the community build and everybody just like loves each other. Yeah. And I think 2019, I saw that more than any other year yeah. Yeah. so far doing lashes. And it's just really, I don't know, there's something really cool about meeting people and you just have like a kindred spirit. A being of the same mind, yeah. doing the same thing. You know, we're pilgrims and we're like, we, we're walking together shoulder to shoulder, looking at the road ahead of us. And it's like, it's really cool to be linked in arms, you know? Mm-hmm. So No, and I think for us, what's cool is that we're seeing a community grow out of this where fear used to reign. Fear was the thing. Everyone was scared of everyone. Mm-hmm. Scared of losing clients, scared of losing techniques, scared of all these things. And they all of a sudden... Some, they see somebody else come on the market, come on the scene, and they get scared for their own business, yeah. right? They feel threatened in some feel way. Threatened. It's normal to feel that way. Yeah. But we want to say you don't have to feel that way. No. And then the same thing, I think, with the podcasting world. I We, we literally are friends with almost everyone now that does a last podcast. So yeah. there's a, that, that new gal, Taylor and Kayla... Who are new educated artistry? Educated mm-hmm. artistry. Mm-hmm. I've reached out to them and we kind of DM. I wouldn't say with so much friends yet, more just acquaintances. But hopefully that will grow. And, and I just feel it's really cool that I could literally call 
Everyone who does, does a podcast right now, I have their number. And I can call them, see them, and say, how are you doing? How can we support you? And that's really cool. I mean, we're not threatened by each other. And yes, there are more and more podcasts popping up. It's getting crazy. I mean, podcasts. There's, there's, the pie, the is, pie big is big enough. The pie is big the enough. The pie is big enough. And, you know. Yeah. I was going to bring up the podcast, too. It's been really cool to see them. They're just, like, popping up everywhere. Yeah. I think it's – I just think, like – everybody has their unique voice mm-hmm. and their unique like flavor on things. Yeah. And so if you want to start a podcast, you're listening, do it because your yeah. voice isn't our voice. And mm-hmm. I just think it's really cool to see. Yeah. yeah we're really I'm grateful give for a sh- that. A couple shout outs to you know, Steven. He does. Is He's got his started. Barbie boy. No, no, that's his Instagram. <laughs> no, that's his, that's his uh, Instagram name, but it's actually, it's boys for beauty or boys in beauty or something. I feel bad because I, <laughs> Just looked at yesterday. I can't remember, but it's brand new. But it's brand new, and it it just came out in December, so yeah. it's all good. Yay, Steven! <laughs> but also, I'm going to say thank you to Jamie, who I've gotten to know a little bit, and I just From feel like my base. fellow Lash brother base. in arms here mm-hmm. in beauty, mm-hmm. helping with business and marketing and stuff like that. I I think he's awesome. Really grateful for Jamie and all that. And then he came to Lashcon and he supported it, and yeah. he was just really a big big fan of Lashcon, which is just super cool. Mike and Shauna. Yeah, Mike and Shauna, my other brother, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I name all my guys. There's, there's not a lot of us out there. And then for some reason, a lot of Pauls that were behind the scenes, like Janelle's husband. Janelle's. Oh, right. Really? Yeah. Paul, yeah. yeah. And I forget there's another Paul out there, another husband named Paul. So I'm like, yeah, we got our lash Pauls out there. So. But, <laughs> and Valerie. Yeah, Valerie. And oh, gosh, I mean, I feel bad. Oh, there's so many people. and Lulu and Marisol. Marisol, have, yeah. Um, have a new podcast, too. Yeah, that's had their podcast. And uh, yeah. it's Shelby, just, don't forget. Oh, Shelby. of course, Shelby. Shelby's one of like, the OGs. She's yes. one of the OGs. <laughs> and Shelby. And of course, Tara. And then we got the Beauty Mavens. And we got... Uh, and then we have the BFFs, Beauty BFFs, all these people doing stuff, making noise. And um, El Carroll out there with the Twosome podcast mm-hmm. and so forth. So, yeah, lots of good people out there and they have good hearts and they're doing this because they want to serve the community. They want to help out. Allie, last mm-hmm. anarchist, just mm-hmm. thought of her too. And, oh, Kim. And Kim, actually, yeah, no, I have to ask her because she did it, but they stopped in June. Define Beauty. Yeah, Define yeah. Beauty. I haven't asked them if that was mainly because they, you know, they have a a baby now in life, and you know, it's hard to juggle 20,000. Oh, we'll keep balls. waiting expectantly. How yes, about how about that? Yeah, we'll wait for that. So, yeah, lots of things there to be thankful for. Our podcast community that's grown, and we may just have a podcast. Um, what do you call it? Potluck, potluck, yeah, potluck. <laughs> and we'll just hang out and, and record each other all day and listen to each other's voices. I don't know, it sounds really boring actually. So, that's stuff that we would be thankful. Anything else? Oh, I don't want to forget Sheila. Oh yeah, Sheila. How well, she's we got Sheila? her pod, the pretty, yeah, um, pretty rich, pretty rich podcast too. Yeah, so that's some of our good podcasting friends. We're all grateful for, and we feel a lot of love and support for each other. And we will continue to and support anyone else who joins the family. Well, it's been wonderful sitting around the crackling fire, sipping yep. our cocoa, listening got to the carolers outside. Mm-hmm. Yep, fun. I think I'm ready for a nap. Well, from our family to yours, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And man, what a voice to say it that way. That's really yeah. cool. Happy, happy New Year. Yeah. I happy even pretend. Merry Christmas. Okay. Happy New Year. We have one more treat for you guys. Okay. We are all going to sing. sing. Um, what was it? 12 Days of 12 Christmas. 12 Days of Christmas. Okay, shall we're, we go? Okay. Right. Well, oh, gosh. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. 
What is it? <laughs> two, two turtle, turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. And that wraps up this show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And I also want to thank each of you for listening to this podcast, supporting us, loving us, all the notes, all the DMs, all the special emails and gifts and everything. It's been a big year of change for us, a big year of new opportunities, and you guys have made it amazing and so worth it. So we just so appreciate your support. And next week, please tune in again because we're going to be talking about next year, 2020, how we like to prepare. We're going to get a lot of tips, new ideas, things we've done in the past to help us prepare for the new year. And we're going to share all that with you guys. So it's going to be really a helpful episode. I hope you do not miss it. On behalf of my Lash Experts, Tusney and Erica, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. And Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Love you guys. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas.